Blog Talk Radio. Their second ever no-hitter 
by Tyler McGill, finished by Edwin Diaz, as the Mets no-hit the Phillies. Put it in the books. The New York Mets, yesterday, last night, they, they for the first time ever in their history, threw a combined no-hitter, a five-man no-hitter. Wow. The party of five was, was definitely in attendance last night. As Tyler McGill, Drew Smith, uh, Jolie Rodriguez, the former Yankee from the, the, the uh, Miguel Castro trade. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Seth Lugo. And then, of course, Sugar. Edwin Diaz, the closer, struck out the side. Uh, maybe you're thinking, ah, uh, you know, it's in the bottom of the night. Maybe he struck out some random dude, call-up dude, you know, on the Phillies. Do the names um, Bryce Harper, um, Cast- Nick Castellanos, and JT Riomuto ring a bell? Because those are all the guys he struck out when he struck out the side to secure the 17th no-hitter combined no-hitter in Major League history and the 315th no-hitter overall. So congratulations to the New York Mets. They they, uh, got their second over no-hitter. Almost a 10-year anniversary from the Johan Santana controversial no-hitter on June 1st of 2012. Let me ask you a question. Yes. If a uh, if the, if a team is no hitting, why do you need five pitchers? I mean, you think like <laughs> you use the same pitcher, right? That team can't hit. They're not getting any hits. Why do you need five pitchers to finish the game? Well, that's a very good question. Um, <laughs> you know, because I, the funny thing is, I do remember there. You know, June 11 has a lot of very funny no hitters. Like for one, June 11th. 1938, uh, Johnny Vanderveer threw, his, threw, threw a no-hitter. And then four days later, June 15th, 1938, he, he, he threw another one. So he was the first person to throw back-to-back no-hitters. Um, and then fast forward, June 11, 2003, um, Roy Oswald, he was, um, he, was, he, he was pitching two innings. He got hurt. And then the Astros used like, Six pitchers, and then that final pitcher was the future met Billy Wagner, and he secured that six-person no-hitter. And of course, that was against the New York Yankees. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you know, it, you know, it's possible, man. It's crazy. I mean, you know, this this uh, multiple no-hitter thing is, you know, it's only the 17th time ever, but now it's going to look like it's going to be the trend because just a pitcher going, you know complete games is, is a rarity, you know, so this looks like this is the wave, you know, especially with, with all these managers, my day managers doing the bullpenning slash uh, openers, you know, games. So this, the, the, the rarity of a no hitter, especially a, a, a old school complete game, no hitter um, it's going to be even rarer than usual. And you're going um, back, what were you going to say? Didn't people criticize uh, the Dodgers manager a couple weeks ago about taking Kershaw out early again because he was pitching a no-hitter, I think? Oh, yeah. And I and I was definitely one of the people who felt Dave Roberts should have left him in. You know, I understand he didn't want to get hurt. But going for a perfect game, man, seven innings, I mean, you got to go yeah. for it. you got to go yeah. for history. I know Kershaw threw a no-hitter before, but this is a perfect game. You you can't you can't deny people of history and you know I felt when I found out what's his name when when they, when uh, when Miguel was taken out too I felt the same exact way too I mean I, did I think they were gonna get the no hitter no but I felt as long as the game is going as long as the person doesn't give up a hit you have to leave him in the game and earlier this yep. year the Mets uh, Serger he he had a no hitter broken up in the in the seventh I think two outs in the seventh so. Um, yeah, I mean you you got you have to leave the person. I'm old school, you know. You got to leave, you got to leave the pitcher in, you know. And hey, if he gives up a hit, he gives up a hit. But you can't you can't rob him from history. 
from the history books. I agree. You know, the Mets, they could not be denied, man. They're, they're in the history books already. They've won, for the first time ever, they won six straight series, you know, um, dominating the, the Phillies, the, the D-backs, uh, the Nationals, the Giants. Uh, yeah, there is, it's been a, the, the Nationals. I mean, you know the the Mets. You know the Mets are, are not playing, man. I mean they've they they've been hit, you know, more than anybody. You know, in the game, like well, at least nineteen times or so. And then, I, from my knowledge, the, the the Pirates haven't been hit at all, but the Mets have been like hit, and, and most of the times they've been hit shoulder high, like near the head. And uh, Alonso got hit in the head, like I think twice or so, maybe. Alonso got hit in the head. Lindor got hit in the head, um, you know, and there was almost a, a near brawl, a mini brawl, you know, um, between, uh, you know, the Mets and, um, you know, Arenado and the Cardinals a few days ago. But, um, yeah, the, the Mets right now, like I said, they won six straight, six straight series. But unfortunately, like, it seems like every time I'm about to do this show, after they have a big win, then they have a clunker of a loss in this show, you know, right, just leading up before the show. And tonight was no different. You know, the Mets, they had a one nothing lead um, into the sixth, and uh, they gave it up. Uh, Adavino gave up, a, I think, a two-run home run to Schwarber. And uh, the, 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 um, the what was I going to say, the the Phillies end up um, winning by the final score of, um, four to one. So now the Mets, they have surgery on the mound ESPN game tonight, or should I say tomorrow night. And now the Mets are in jeopardy of losing a series for the first time this year. So they got a, they got surgery on the mound. They got future Hall of Famer on the mound. Uh, you know, hopefully surgery can bring his A game and uh, shut down this Philly offense. You know, because Miguel didn't have his best stuff, but you know he he was able to you know bear down and and you know get the get the no hitter uh, you know the combined no hitter. And the funny thing is is that all the other pitchers, Miguel and all the other pitchers didn't even know that they had a no hitter. It was only Diaz that knew. Diaz Diaz was the only pitcher that knew that knew before he pitched that there was a no hitter to close out the game. And uh, James McCann, he knew. He, How did he, they he, not know? They didn't see. They didn't look at the scoreboard. Apparently not. They didn't look at the scoreboard until after they finished. That's weird. I know. And Drew Smith, when he struck out, when he struck out, um, I think he struck out four. When he struck, when he ended the inning, the fans were erupting. He's like, "Wow, must have been really good." <laughs> like, he didn't even realize that he, he he got no. He was they were they had a no hitter going. Wow. And um, yeah. Um, um, Nemo did an awesome play on fr- uh, Friday night, uh, diving play, um, and then of course, um, um, what was I gonna say? Diaz and uh, and McCann. McCann, McCann knew like basically, I think after um, after Miguel left uh, in the fifth, but he didn't tell anybody, you know. So so in the ninth inning, basically Miguel and and um, Miguel and um, McCann, you know, they knew about the no hitter, and basically uh, Diaz revealed after the game that he was he was faking faking shaking him shaking him off, like you know you know like when the pitcher acts like you know the pitcher is indecisive to know what pitch he's gonna throw or what selection or what the signs are and stuff like that. Uh huh. Well, Diaz admitted that he lied. He was he was faking it to throw the Phillies off balance, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, basically, he said he was gonna. He threw whatever McCann wanted him to throw, and um, you know this was McCann's second ever no hitter that he caught because he caught Giolito's uh, um, no hitter two years ago with the White Sox, you know. But this was his first time with fans because, of course, you know that was, you know, the the COVID era, you know, like when everything shut down for the most part. But um. Yeah, this this was a big win. This is definitely, uh, you know, uh, a, a much needed one. Oh, what were you gonna say? A much needed win. Oh yeah, a much win, needed win, 
and uh, 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 you know, hopefully uh, a harbinger of of things to come. You know, for this Mets team. You know, who, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and then shifting gears. Um, you know, with the Yankees, and uh, you know, the Yankees have been playing a lot better um, lately. You know, um, what was I gonna say? I, I'm trying to remember who Rizzo. He had he had like um, three home runs one one game one game a few days ago. Uh, yep. Stanton, I think, hit his three 350th home run recently. So congrats to both of them. Congrats. But you know, what's your what's your thoughts on the state of the Yankees right now? Yeah, the Yankees, they're playing real well. And I feel like their offense, they haven't even peaked yet offensively. The pitching has been solid, but offense, you know, I, I still feel like they they can improve. But after tonight's win, they've now won eight games in a row. And with the Mets losing, the Yankees now have the best record in the majors at 15-6. and six. So they're on fire right now. You know, pitching has been solid. Bullpen has been solid. Thank you guys for giving us Miguel Castro, by the way. You know, <laughs> great added to bullpen. Um, but, yeah, man, the Yankees uh, right now, they are clicking. And they might run away with this division. So, uh, tonight, they won 3 nothing. Jerry Cole uh, pitched better than his uh, previous couple starts. You know, I know a lot of people were panicking because uh, they thought uh, – you know, he was going to have a bad year, but, I mean, it's still early, so you can't panic, especially with Jared Cole, you know, who's one of the best pitchers in the baseball right now. So, um, but he ended up pitching a good game today, didn't give up any runs, mm-hmm. and uh, Yankees only scored three runs, but that was enough to win the game after beating uh, the Royals 12-2 to last night with, with uh, four, I think they hit four home runs, four or five home runs last night against uh, the Royals. but uh, So with these two, first two wins of the series, they go uh, for a sweep tomorrow. So Yankees, they're, they're playing well. Can't complain right now. Yeah, you, you're right, man. Uh, Garrett Cole, you know, he improved the 2-0. Um, you know, he, he had a lot of five hits, two walks, struck out six, uh, you know, in his, uh, his performance, his wonderful performance. And, uh, yeah, in these last two starts, he, he's uh, only allowed two earned runs in the last uh, 21 and a third innings. So, like you said, the Yankees are, are going to try to um, put the sweep on the Royals. Yeah. And uh, Aroldis Chapman, um, you know, he got, he, he, um, he got the he, – he threw a, a perfect ninth to get his fifth save of the season. And uh, congrats to the Yankees. Yeah, uh, eight in a row, nine of our last ten games that we've won. Mhm. And Miguel Castro, he, uh, he, he, him and Clay Holmes threw a, you know, a perfect inning. You know, they, they, they pitched, you know, a scoreless inning. So. Yeah, yeah. So Yankees are playing great. They got to keep it up. Fifteen and six. All rise. And your boy, you know, he he hit uh, three home runs in his last four games, five yeah. of his last seven. So, you know, this, showing this that he deserves weeks. that big contract. Mhm. And hopefully this time he'll sign it. I know. would. I would have been <laughs> signed that. Yep. So yeah, tomorrow tomorrow's game, uh, Luis Severino tries to improve to to three and zero with a um a three point three two ERA. And he's going to be battling uh, Daniel Lynch, who's two and one with a three point thirty thirty eight ERA. Um, so yeah, the 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 Royals are going to try to avoid the sweep, and of course, you know the Yankees they they hope to to bring and use the broom tomorrow afternoon. So we'll see oh, yeah. what happens. But um, yeah, shifting gears to football, and man. What a what a NFL draft that was! That was insane, man. The, especially the New York teams they they re, they really brought it. You know, your boys, uh, the Giants, they drafted Thibodeau. It's a good uh, first night. 
Mm-hmm. The Jets, they, they got the sauce, um, you know, sauce Gardner. This 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 guy, you know, he didn't even allow a touchdown in his, uh, you know, his college um, that that year. So I mean, they they just improve. and then of course they they uh, drafted the receiver Wilson. So that Wilson Wilson combination uh, should be a thing of beauty this, this yeah. upcoming season. And um, yeah, I mean this. And then, uh, and then they, they, uh, they, um, the Jets and the Giants made a, uh, you know, a, a rare trade with each other. So the Jets could, uh, to the, um, get get another first round pick. And um, I think that was the the what the twenty sixth pick. They, they so. got yeah. Uh, I think they drafted was it John, I think Johnson. Twenty sixth, they yeah, drafted. Johnson, uh, yeah, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine the, the Johnson. Second. Yeah, man. So, I mean, all in all, you know, you gotta gotta love the moves that the the Jets and the Giants made in the draft. They they addressed the the needs that the you know both teams needed, and uh, you know, the both teams they definitely uh, look like they're moving the right direction with these young uh, quarterbacks. You know, with uh, you know, with uh, Wilson and Jones. So now they got now they got some young players to you know build around a team with. And hopefully, yeah. it'll be you know lead to a recipe for success for both teams. Yeah, that was the first great night. You know, Giants. They got their defensive end Thibodeau. They got that offensive tackle. Um, several picks later. Um, yeah, I think they had a first good night, and uh, overall, I think they they've addressed their needs. Um, we'll see if they uh, sign any free agents now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely find out uh, very soon enough. You know, this this off season, mm-hmm. and uh, speaking of which, uh, you know, shifting gears again. With the off season uh, in the NBA, it's not officially an off season. You know, it's uh, still in the the playoffs. You know, got some interesting matchups. Um, you know, um, the Jazz got knocked out. You know, so Donovan Mitchell. Now there's rumors that he doesn't want to squash the rumors of him demanding a trade. You know, he said, you know, give him a week. You know. So yeah, the the Knicks the Knicks rumors. You know, they've there's nothing. There's he's not gonna, um, you know, quench the 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 um the hot stove of the rumors, the NBA, you know, rumors uh, of a potential trade in the off season, you know, come Jan- July. Um, but yeah, he he got knocked out. Him, you know, his team and the you know the Jazz got eliminated by the. Uh, the Mavericks, if I'm um, serving me right, and uh, Jalen Bronson, another Nick, uh, potential Nick, uh, they're, you, you know, um, knocked them out. So, yeah, the Knicks are very, um, or, you know, organization are definitely um, keeping an eye out for all these, these players in the, um, you know, in the playoffs. What's your thoughts on this, uh, this NBA postseason so far it's been a good playoff so far you know uh, last night i was watching that minnesota grizzly game you know t wolves had a chance to win all the games in that series but they blew it they blew it in the second half so grizzlies uh they move on and they will be uh playing uh i think they're playing against the warriors the next round and the suns they're gonna be playing mavericks in the eastern conference you got the sixers Against the uh, Heat, the Heat, and then the Bucks against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. He got some good matchups, you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. Celtics are playing, uh, you know, like the best team in the playoffs right now. Oh yeah, they swept the, the Nets, demolished the Nets. Yeah, and uh, they they're gonna have a tough task dealing with Giannis and the Bucks, but the Bucks are without Middleton for this entire second round, so that might hurt them. So the Nets, the Nets. I, I mean, Celtics, I should say. Celtics might, might go to the NBA Finals. They have a chance to this year. Definitely. They definitely do. I mean, they have a good team. 
very good team to go to the finals. Yeah. Like we might have a, a, a Warriors Celtics finals right now. Hopefully, or Suns. Or Suns Celtics. Yeah. I mean, Suns, Suns are trying to, um, you know, they are the defending Western Conference champions, so they're trying to get back there. Yep. With CP3. Mm hmm. No surprise there. So, yeah, you got Warriors, Grizzlies, Suns, Mavericks. Uh, you got the the Bucks, the Bucks and Celtics, and then uh, 76ers Heat. Yeah, that East, those Eastern Conference um, matchups, those uh, conference semifinals, man, they those sound like um, like 80. Well, I guess you could say 90s teams. Yeah, basically. Yeah, minus the Knicks. <laughs> you know, or you can even say the, the 70s with the Bucks and Celtics right there. Right, yeah, you know, say Sixers Heat, Bucks, Celtics. Yeah, man, we'll we'll find out who's gonna advance. Uh, yeah, but the Nets, man, like, what a disappointment! This this whole this whole season was an utter disaster. Like, you know the you know Kyrie Irving, you know he, you know he wasn't he wasn't uh, able to play, you know. Because you know he was on vaccine, vaccinated. Um, you know um, J- James Harden basically forcing his way to seventy um, sixers. Um, Kevin Durant deferring to Kyrie, who basically wasn't there for most of the year for the for the um, aforementioned reason. And it was just a, it was just a, and then they traded away Harden, who clearly didn't want to be there for. A dude who who I don't know, man. It just seems like he don't want to be in the NBA no more. It looks like me or me and you are gonna gonna play in the NBA next year before <laughs> before Ben Simmons. Yeah. Like, is he really hurt this badly? That was like anti-realist. you know, Game Seven, like Game Four was 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 supposed to be his realist read moment. Like, not only not only it would have been. Like a Willis Reed moment, that would have literally been his debut. I mean, that would have been a whole lot of pressure, you know, on the guy making his debut in the playoffs in the elimination game. But man, you know, you don't just dangle that carrot, you know, or, or in, in the Charlie Brown, you know, you you have that football and you you hold it up for Charlie Brown to to kick it, and then the very last second you just throw it away, and then you know. You, then you got egg on your face or dirt all over your face. Like, come on, man. You don't tease something like that, like that he's going to do it. And then, but, oh, he, ha- he has back spasms. He's not going to make his debut. <laughs> I mean, this is the difference between, like, I mean, the modern-day athletes, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're very physically strong, you know, but it's like, it's like a different mentality, man. It's like, they they don't want to play hurt like Jordan Jordan played he scored fifty five points with a flu. This dude couldn't. I mean, like I mean, I'm in his body, so you know who knows he could seriously be hurt, or you know. But like, come on, this was yeah. your this was your your game seven moment, you know, in game five game four of the um the the playoffs, the first round. Like, come on, like you better yeah. like you better be really really hurt. Like you know, wheelchair and crutches or something for you not to play that game. Like, his, his I mean, mental toughness is being questioned now. It you is. Know, does, does this guy even want to play now? You know, I, I, I know. Like last year. Yeah, he's. Yeah, man. I I really don't know. Like I thought him getting traded to the Nets would have motivated him to come back. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's still really hurt. I don't know. Like, I, it's just. It's just very puzzling. It's, it's like Carl Pavano. Than, what you said? Like Carl Pavano. <laughs> Carl Pavano, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Kobe Obi Wan. Kobe Elberry. Now, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> and for real, those dudes we like, always hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Carl Pavano, oh, my goodness, yo. Your Kobe Elberry. Oh uh, yeah, Jacoby Ellsbury. 
Yeah, yeah, for the Mets that would be uh um uh what's his name? Jed 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 Lowry. Like, oh, yeah. This dude was this dude was an all star with the A's um like what was it, three years ago. Mets signed him for two years. This dude probably only played like nine games. Like the whole the whole like this dude pulled a Jerome James on us, man. Like, <laughs> like for folks who don't know, man, Jerome James, he was a center. He played for the uh Seattle Supersonics. The Knicks signed him as like this big free agent signing. And one year, I kid you not, folks, this dude this dude had a five million dollar contract and that year, if my memory served me right, this dude only played five minutes the whole season. So he literally <laughs> had like a million dollar a minute. Wow. Like, double check, double check, but my from my memory, I, I could have sworn this guy only played for like five minutes and he made five million dollars. Like that's a sweet deal. Like I need his agent. Yeah, I need that. I need that deal. <laughs> My goodness, that right now. Wow, like that is. Yeah, but yeah, Ben Simmons, man. Like, hopefully he can he can make a comeback next year. He might even win Most Improved Player of the Year. You know, it happened mm-hmm. with Randall. And then now Randall looks like he want the all the rumors are pointing that he wants to you know he wants to be left leave uh, New York. Almost as bad as Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook wants to leave, um, you know, the Lakers. The Lakers, yeah. Yeah, man. And that's what I was saying for, like, in the trading deadline, as bad as Russell Westbrook is, and I did backtrack, you know, at one point, but, you know, I, I I wouldn't mind circling the wagon for that, you know, because I know he's going to be horrible, you know, who knows? You might catch a lightning in a bottle. He's an aging star. He has what knee problems, but uh, the best case scenario is you're gonna have a forty-seven million dollar, um, you know, um, expiring contract. You know, and and then you'll have cap space. You know, if you, you want, you really want Westbrook on this team. I mean, he's, he, you know, that's a forty-seven million dollar expiring contract. You know, that okay. could. You know, and who knows? Like this guy, you know, you might catch a lightning in a bottle with this guy. I We're mean, gonna have to clear space in order to get him, though. What you said? Well, so you would trade Randall for him, or like, how would you get him? I would trade. I would trade Randall for him straight up. Like, I yeah. I would assume there would have to be one more person, but as long as you don't give up, obviously Barrett or Toppin or or, or quickly. I mean, I wouldn't give up Sims or 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 um. Let me see. I would assume. Yeah, let me see. Let me think off the top of my head. Yeah, I guess. I guess anybody else would. I, I would assume realistically they probably would want Burke back. They would want Burke in that trade. I mean, he's been good for us, but I, I think he's. What isn't he an expiring contract also? Maybe. Uh, I'm not even sure to be honest with you. Oh, he has one more year left on his contract. I mean, yeah, the yeah, Knicks. They, sure. they 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 need that. You know. You know they need to they need to cut they need to cut bait with, with with Randall. Like if they try to trade this guy, they're not gonna they're not gonna get any. This is the best deal they could get because if they get somebody, it's gonna be like the Hugh Wing trade. You know you're just gonna get you're gonna get you know Glenn Rice and and Travis Knight and all these other dudes. You know obviously Glenn Rice was a good player. You know before he, he came to the Knicks, but you know it was. Uh, but then again, I guess maybe that could be argument for, you know, <laughs> against the Westbrook trade. But the only difference is, is that this is an expiring contract, you know. Yeah. So we'll see what, what happens with Randall in the off season. You know, it's, he wants out of New York, then New York's gonna have to find a way to trade him, just like they did with Porzingis. Mhm. Yeah. To me, I think it's. I think it's the. It's crazy because you're bringing back $47 million. I mean, you are bringing back a future Hall of Fame point guard. I mean, who knows? He could maybe, you know, show quickly the ropes. I mean, quickly, you know, in his last, what was it? Back to his back, I think the last two games he he had like a triple-double. You know, maybe he could, you know, quickly looks like he's starting to get it. I mean, I'm afraid if the Knicks are wants to improve the want to improve their team, they're gonna to have to give up quickly, and I wouldn't and I wouldn't want to give up quickly Barrett or or Toppin. 
or even or even Sims. You know, I think they yeah, can you resign. Can't, you can't give up the the young guys. That's what I'm saying. Like those guys, they they those guys to me are untouchable. Like Barrett is num is untouchable number one. Like those that guy like. Toppin showed, like, in the last couple of games, he scored, what, 37 and 42, respect, um, respectively, you know, his his career highs, um, back-to-back games to end the season. I think you have, you know, we've, we've been, we've been, we've been high on Toppin for, for a long time, you know, but now he's finally showing, showing his, um, his potential. potential. And then, yeah. and then you got quickly as well. He, he, he notched down a couple of triple doubles. So, I think the Knicks, the Knicks would be dumb if they would trade any of those three, especially if they trade all three of them. Like, you you gotta hold on to these guys because if you try to if you try to put all your eggs in the basket for free agency, or trade for trade those guys for a superstar, like it's it, it, we're gonna be like the Nets. We're gonna put all our eggs Don't be in like the, the Nets. Yeah, we'll be exactly like the Nets. You know, we'll put all our eggs in the basket. We're gonna. We're gonna be a pretender, win now team, and then we're gonna get knocked our, our our butts knocked out of the first round, you know. So, Knicks Knicks need to get their act together, and um, yeah, I mean the once the Nets stay healthy, I mean Durant, you know he he's you know, you know he's the, that that series with the Celtics man, they were just pulverizing him, you know. Randall, Randall almost came into the game and pat him on the on the back and said, "You know, I, I feel your pain, man." And then walked back onto the walked back in, into the front row. Like that's how bad he was being destroyed in that that playoffs. Like it was, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's a I don't know. It's a weird weird situation in New York, man. Like the Knicks, they have some young guys now. But the but I'm afraid they're gonna blow it up to try to go for the win now thing. Would I love to see? Do I want them to get go after Mitchell Robin, uh, Donovan Mitchell, or, or or Damian Lillard or somebody like that? Yeah, of course. But who are you gonna give up? And I don't think you should. I don't think you should give up those guys. You know, and I'm a proponent for those guys. Those guys I want. I want those guys to be on the team. But I I don't think especially R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett should not be should not be in any of those deals. If you if you're if you're talking to me and you want to make a trade and you and you want to ask for R R J Barrett, I'm gonna be like, I'm sorry, you gotta you we we're not giving we'll them kick up. rocks. Yep. But you could take Randall if you want. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, and I think Toppin and I think Toppin and quickly are are like one A of of untouchables. You know, because I, I don't think they, I don't think they should get rid of those three guys as well. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. Time will tell what they what they're gonna do. With, with the um. With uh, you know, with the with these teams, man. And the the Nets, man, they just, you know, they gotta stay healthy. They gotta stay healthy. And um. Too, and then I don't know. Whatever you get from Simmons is gravy because you don't even know if this guy's ever going to come back. He might be Simmons? teammates with Frederick Weiss for all we know right now. <laughs> Shoot, I mean, who knows? Yeah. That's right. And, um, you know, then shifting gears, uh, you know, in wrestling. I don't know if you heard, but... Uh, WWE man, they 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 made some uh, budget cuts again. And I heard yeah, I heard that they cut some people. Yeah. Yeah, from but mostly NXT. Um, NXT. Mm-hmm. The notable names is uh, Dakota Kai. She is she was Raquel Gonzalez's best. Well, now now Raquel Gonzalez is now Raquel Rod- Rodriguez, because WWE doesn't want people using their real names anymore. So they changed her name, the uh, Raquel Rod- Rodriguez. So yeah, her at her best friend slash enemy, Dakota Kai. Uh, now she's released, and the rumor the rumor is is that she was gonna be released. She was gonna ask to be released, uh, you know, released before she got um cut anyway. So, um, you know, she got her wish. And then Malcolm Bivens, um, you know, from the Diamond Mine, he he's a 
this guy was a, a really good um, manager down in NXT. And WWE just cut him. Like, this guy was, like, really good, man. Like, this dude was, like, a, a modern-day slick, you know, and they cut him. Uh, Dexter Loomis, that was a very interesting character in uh, in uh, NXT. They cut him as well. Um, and they had this other guy, Harland, who um, who he looked he looked exactly like a, a young Brock Lesnar, and then they changed his look. Um, and they were supposedly high on him too, but you know, they released him. But yeah, man, typical WWE, man. They just they you know they just cutting people, and then you know, hey. What's the what WWE considers trash is AEW's treasure. So, yeah, hopefully AEW is not going to be able to sign all these guys. <laughs> uh, Tony Khan, man, he got that. He, you know, he got that Steve Cohen slash uh, Elon Musk money. So, <laughs> yeah, he'll find a way. Shoot, but these billionaires, man, talking about Elon Musk. Before I, I dive right into this stuff, you know, as you all know, he bought Twitter. You know, to me, the sign of a, a, a billionaire is to buy, you know, a downtrodden team, you know, or, you know, preferably in New York, who hasn't won a title in like, I don't know, 30-something, 40-something, or in this team's case, 50 years. And, of course, I'm talking about the New York Knicks. You know, if he's really a billionaire... Put your money where your mouth is, Elon Musk, and buy the Knicks. Buy the Knicks from Dolan. Give him an offer he can't refuse. You know? But what would Elon, Elon do with it, though? Does Elon even watch basketball? Even Does Dolan it, watch basketball? <laughs> Other than sitting, sitting down and, and, and frowning, watching the games in the front row, sitting next to celebrities? Like, come on. Like, I don't want someone who's actually invested in the team to buy, buy the Knicks. Well, of course, that's what I would want too. But you know, nobody want to buy the Knicks. You know, even though they're the number one valuable team, Forbes magazine-wise, even though they haven't made it to the playoffs, and Lord knows, I mean, other than last year, you know, they only made it to the playoffs a handful of times. Uh, you know, in the past twenty years, so the Knicks, they need, like you said, they need, they need a diehard Knicks fan, a billionaire diehard Knicks fan. To buy the team, you know, be the answer like you know, the, like Steve Cohen is to the Mets, and that will revive the franchise, you know. But let's just hope Leon Rose and and crew can, uh, you know, won't blow up the team that the young nucleus that we have and keep the team. But we'll yeah. see. By the way, um, I haven't seen this season of Young Rock, but I want to I want to ask you a question. Sure. Uh, I mean. So now they have him in his adulthood. Uh the they show? alternate back. They alternate back and back and forth because there's three okay. versions. Well, actually, there's technically four versions of The Rock. You know, every every episode, you know, he's he's in, uh, you know, he's running for president, and then he he talks about a, a, a life lesson that he learned from the three stages of his life uh, prior to the the modern day Rock. Well, I guess futuristic Rock because he's he's in 2032. You know, in the in the when he's looking back. So yeah, it's the the young rock. Uh, well, yeah, hence the title. Um, the teenager rock, which is when he's in his fifteen, and then you have uh, you know, the wrestling era rock, with the, with me, the you know the 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 third the third rock. To me, I think they should have just you know, they should have uh, just kept him as a kid and then show as he as he grows up into his teen years and. So on, and then finally, you know, into his adulthood. I think just do it gradually. Why go switch back, alternate back and forth? Uh, It'll be confusing at times. I see your point. But then again, it's kind of like Goldberg's, except obviously he's in the same age, same era, same age. You know, Goldberg's doesn't, the Goldberg's doesn't do that. They don't alternate. Well, they did do that in the beginning. Like, they'd be like 1980 something. That's why they never say, like, it's. 1980. No, they 1980. never did that. Goldberg's yes, never did do. that. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. No, Goldberg, Goldberg started. Goldberg started. I'm talking, the family itself. The family. You saw them grow up as in uh, kids, and then they never. Yes. Yes. They, they never yes, actually right. revealed. 
they, they never actually they don't reveal the year, of course. Yes, you're right. They, you see right. them. You see them get older. You see them age Correct. into their teenage college. Rock that rock show Correct. is something different. I mean, However, it's alternating between old adulthood and their teens. You don't see it on Goldberg's. Goldberg's That's different. You, you, you're right. They do. Obviously, they grow. They grew gradually because it's in the ninth season. They grew gradually. Yeah. But if you, but if you dissect the episodes, you will see it, it's different. It's different years. Like for no, example, it's not. yes, it's it not is. Dude. Yes, it is. Let me no, tell you why. I'm, I'm a big fan of Goldberg. So I know that. You know I know it. that. I know you watch it more than I do. But I, but yeah. when you watch some of the episodes, like depending on what year it is. You will see it's it's different years because that's what he says it's nineteen eighty something. Like one year they'll be talking about Ghostbusters, which is nineteen eighty four, and then another year they'll be talking about um when they lost the World Series, which would have been in the what eighty three or so. But like they they it's never the same. It's not always the same year. You know what I mean? Well, like well, well yeah, it's a well the thing is with that show like they don't reveal they don't reveal exactly when it is. Yeah, uh, exactly. because that's like. The point. But they don't alternate. They don't alternate like well, yeah, the rock. Not decades. Yeah. No, they don't. I, they don't. I, I they they don't point. do that. So yeah, they don't do that. Right. They, they, they keep don't. it. They keep it in the eighties, strictly yeah. in the eighties, exactly. and and actually maybe close to the nineties, I guess. Right now well, they're yeah. they're close to eighties and nineties. So, right. That you well, are right. 80s. Right now they're close to the nineties because they're they're older. So right. Like late eighties, I would say. But right. They don't alternate like what you're talking about on the. Oh yeah, on yeah, yeah, no, no. I, obviously, no. I wasn't saying like they have because obviously they don't have three different actors or anything no. like that. I I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean like they have like different like different decades, different eras, like Young Rock does. But I was saying like they have different years. It's not always the same year. That's what I'm saying. Well, well, they don't jump from like '89 from '86 to '89. They don't do that. Like what they'll do is like for instance. Like they may mention like the nineteen nineteen eighty five World Series, mm-hmm. uh, and then they might bring up something about Back to the Future was like eighty six, but it'll mm-hmm. still be close to that same time period, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that was my point. Uh, that's what I was trying to say. But yeah, I see, I see your point though. No, because yeah, because Young Rock they do jump eighties and nineties and I mean eventually they're going to go into two thousands because now they're now they're finally diving into his um him trying to make in WWE which would be ninety five. But yeah. But like you there said, was a, um what there was a show that did that back in the day. Um I think Young Indiana Jones did that. Yeah, you know what I just popped in my once you said there was a when you said there was a show that that used to do that, that's the show that popped in my head. Yeah. Like they literally had an episode where they had uh, Harrison Ford reprise his role mm. in one of the episodes. But yeah, that that you know what? That's the perfect that's the perfect example of what yeah. Young Rock is. It's like a chron a chronic it chronicalizes his his um you know the the different era the different eras in his life. But yeah, that's a that's a that's the perfect that's a you hit it right on the head. That's the perfect. Uh, example of what the Young Rock is doing. Yeah, I haven't I haven't really watched it uh, lately. I think I I think the last episode I've seen of the Young Rock was probably episode three or four of the mm. first season. Oh yeah, it's, it's a great it's a great show. I mean, it's it's very very funny. I mean, I'm not saying it you know because you know you know I'm a huge Rock fan you know, but yeah, it was, it's a real great show. Like. For instance, like I, I didn't even know he knew Macho Man and Bam Bam Bigelow like that. Yeah, I mean, like it, it really um, shows you, you know, um, behind the scenes, you know, of uh, of his life and you know how you know how he you know how he overcame this stuff. Like even long before he had the the seven dollars in his pocket, you know, it was, you know, it's definitely a a very interesting show for sure. I mean, very funny. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a highlight of the week. You know, to watch, check out that show. It's very funny. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, more, uh, I should say, more into um, going back into like modern day WWE. Um, I'm trying to think what happened this week. Um, 
Drew McIntyre beat um, Sami Zayn in a um, in a what you call it in a steel cage match, and um, you know Roman Reigns and the the the, the Bloodline defeated. They beat up um, you know the uh, Team RK Bro, you know because Team RK Bro and uh, the Usos are are, are going to be battling in a. Um, in a unify, unification tag team match. Uh, what else happened? Um, oh, yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey and uh, Charlotte had uh, beat the clock challenges, which uh, Ronda Rousey won. And then uh, Charlotte attacked Drew Gulag like two weeks in a row, but this time with the ring bell. Um, and then Oscar came the, back. What did you say? Oscar. Oh yeah, on Raw, right? Yeah, she she yeah she came back and she she looked like she wants to renew her feud with uh, with Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, other other feud. Oh yeah, um, New Day versus um the um you know Sheamus's group. I forgot the new name they gave it. But man, like, when is this probably gonna end? Where's the Sheamus? Doesn't the, don't they look like the Newsies? Remember the Newsies? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that Disney movie. Especially <laughs> Rich Holland with the with the hat, the newspaper boy hat. <laughs> My goodness, yo, <laughs> paper boy, like that, like that old that old school Nintendo and I mean arcade game from like the eighties. <laughs> I, I, hmm, maybe that's a game they should. Well, maybe they maybe they played it in uh, Goldberg. For all I know, I, I mean, I missed I missed a lot of episodes, so maybe that happened. But um, yeah, man. I mean, the it's, it wouldn't be a bad feud, you know. It wasn't a bad feud like WrestleMania wise, but it's like it's being beat, being over to the death. Like I understand Backlash is basically a rematch of WrestleMania, but then again. Isn't Raw and SmackDown are basically rematches of rematches from rematches of all the rematches that happened at WrestleMania? Because everybody yeah. keeps battling each other all the time. Like, like WWE, it's like unwatchable right now. Very predictable. It's too predictable. And then, what was it, last week, uh, Rhea Ripley returned heel. And basically, the same reason she was angry with Nikki A.S.H. is the same reason why she turned on um, uh, Liv Morgan. Morgan. She looks, like I said last week, she looks like a big hypocrite. Like, WWE, man, what are you doing? Like, seriously. Um, I guess that's about in, in WWE. AEW, they had the... Um, the the Owen Hart um Owen Hart and uh was it the Owen Hart uh, uh tournament and um yeah they had a they had a, a great match um I think it was a, a qualifying match um for um what was I gonna say basically FT the the members of FTR you know formerly of Revival uh, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler—they were battling it out so that they could earn a, earn the opportunity to um, fight in the tournament. And this is the first time that FTR ever fought each other, ever, to my knowledge. You know, because they've always been tag team partners in every every organization they've been in WWE. Um, you know, obviously AEW. Um, yeah, they've been they just been bouncing all over the place, you know. And this was the first time they ever fought each other. And uh, Dax Harwood, he he won he won the match in order to qualify for the um you know the the Owen Hart match. So yeah, basically, yeah, here's what happened uh, at, on AEW uh, Dynamite. Uh, Black Black Blackpool Combat Club. Defeated the factory, which has um, you know Nick Nick uh, Camarado, Aaron um, Aaron Solo, QT Marshall, Wardle defeated Lance Archer, and uh, 
NJFP is that basically Wardlow's going to fight Big Cass, but Big Cass, you know, formerly from WWE, now he goes by his real name, William Morrissey. Uh, Serena Deeb, she defeated um, Hikiru Shida, her, her longtime rival, in a Philly street fight. Undisputed Elite uh, defeated the Varsity Blondes. Brock um, Anderson, which is um, Arn Anderson's son, Lee Johnson, and uh, Dante Martin. And then Scorpio Sky, you know, defeated Sammy Guevara to become the new TNT champion. So, yeah, I thought it was a... I thought it was a good, uh, you know, episode of Dynamite. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened on uh, on uh, what was the other show? Rampage. Yeah, some more Joe. Rampage defeated, is the one on Friday, right? Yeah. Some more Joe defeated uh, Tempera, retained the um, ROH TV champion. Uh, Darby Allen defeated um, Swerve Strickland. To advance in the, the tournament. Um, Jay Gar- Cargill, you know, she she remains undefeated. I think she's like 31 and 0. She she has a new faction uh, with Kira Horgan and her, her longtime former rival, Red Velvet. And they defeated Trish Adora, Sky Blue, and um, Willow Nightingale. Keith Lee defeated Colton Gunn, son of uh, Billy Gunn, and then of course to cap off the night, Samoa Joe defeated Trip Beretta to retain the ROH uh, TV Championship, like I mentioned not too long ago. So yeah, that's basically um, what's going on in the the world of sports. Basically, oh, I guess I can point out one thing. Uh, they, you know, they they released a new um, video for the uh, the Chip and the Rescue Ranger. Uh, cartoon that's a movie that's going to come out very soon. It's very funny, you know. Um, I don't know if you, I think you saw the video too, right? Yeah, I saw it. And it looked like they, you know, they, they brought back the original voice actors, you know, briefly. Yeah, um, I think they're, I, I'm interested in, in seeing it now. Yeah, even though um, I think uh, Seth Rogen and I'm trying to remember who the other person is. Um, that are that are basically voicing um, the movie. But it looks like a tough, you know, funny movie. You know, obviously they're, you know, they're, you know, basically poking fun of the, you know, the old school show. But you're looking at, you know, wondering. It basically answers what happened to them after the show went off the air. So it's, it's like a mix of Who Framed Roger Rabbit and I'm trying to think of another. Show a movie that's similar to, um, but yeah, I guess it's just you know, hmm, what kind of show? like I guess like the VH1 shows like Behind the Music or those shows that are like Where Are They Now kind of shows. Oh yeah, Oprah has uh, I guess a show like that, but yeah, basically, um, it it looks very funny. Can't wait. Uh, let me see who's in, who's voicing the characters. There's John John Mulaney, uh, Andy Sam, um, Andy Samberg, Larnett. Oh yeah, Key, oh Key, Key, uh, Keegan Michael K is also in this. Seth Rogen. Yeah, it looks like a you know looks looks funny. Basically, yeah, the old the old. Uh, you know the the old voice actors they do make cameo appearances, but unfortunately, um, you know they want to go in a different uh, direction. Direction. So, yeah. You know, but it, it still looks funny. Um, this is gonna come out May twentieth. Uh, Disney Plus on Disney Plus, so that's that's definitely something to look forward to. Um, and then oh yeah, and then I think May twenty eighth. They have uh, Obi Wan finally come out, and it's going to be a two hour epi- two hour episode. Um, oh, that's great! I can't so look forward to that. That's definitely something to look forward to. 
you know, hopefully they'll mostly focus on Obi-Wan and Anakin or what's going on with them 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Because, you know, there's conflicting reports that, you know, they might focus more so on other characters or even the new character Inquisitor, character Rhea, you know, but, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens uh, in, what, in a few weeks since now it's May 1st now as we speak. So, uh, yeah, basically it's May Day right now. So, before we crash the show. It was just January yesterday. I know. The, the, it's it's almost summertime. Where yeah. we, we just like the Temptation song. Can't you know, wait to look up girl skirts. <laughs> it's it, we got the month of May now. So yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to say before we head out? Uh, just check your local listings for my podcast iMac, and come back here check out Sports Server Legend every Saturdays at eleven, only on Block Talk Radio. Yeah, you heard the man check his show iMac. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV, and check out this show, Sports Urban Legend, every Saturdays at uh, 11, only on Block Talk Radio. Uh, he's Macaulay Matthew, I'm William Ramon, and I will see you guys next time. Peace. And, uh... <laughs> Go ahead, Doc. Do it.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.